game coming and a 4:02 scheduled first pitch this afternoon between Clemson and Presbyterian. Who, by the way, we should note, a Presbyterian beat the absolute dog mess. That's a that's an official term. Uh, out of St. Peter's in their opening series, they played four games against St. Peter's. They outscored them 58 to 12. It's a very good offensive baseball team. Uh, the shortstop Brody Farr hit 361 last year. He is like 11 for 15 with eight runs scored so far. Noah LeBron, great name, uh, scored 10 runs this weekend. He's a cleanup hitter. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five hitters in their lineup today are um, have hit 500 or better in the first four games. So that is what Clemson has to deal with today. Austin Gordon on the bump for the Tigers. First start of the year for him. Uh, probably will make his way into the uh, into the weekend rotation at some point. They're still trying to stretch him out, so probably a bit of a limited pitch count for, uh, for Gordo today. Taking on Sean Hollister, who had an ERA north of 10 last year. Fun fact there. Uh, should be uh, quite a bit of fun at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, and you could be there. Uh, we'll be saying more about that coming up in just a few minutes. First, I've got to tell you about our friends at Samuel Property Group. If you refer Samuel Property Group to a friend in need, that that is a uh, anyone who has uh, maybe a, a property that's tied up in probate court or you've got a, a deceased relative who's passed and uh, the hassle is just too much for you to bear right now of trying to sell it the, the, the way that most people would sell a property of the MLS. If you're in a unique circumstance where – you're in a series of financial transactions, and you could use cash in hand for something else, and you just don't want to wait. Uh, that's where Samuel Property Group can help uh, because uh, Brady Brandon knows he's not for everybody, but he might just be for you. Uh, outside the MLS, they can put a check in your hand in as little as 10 days. Uh, go to the website. Fill out the form. they got questionnaire. Uh, they got a contact page. Uh, they just want to know your story, and they want to serve your heart. That's one of the great things about Brady and his team. They're not just going to put your name on a spreadsheet. Uh, they want to serve your heart, and um, the, the testimonials will back that up. A lot of five-star reviews for our friends at Samuel Property Group. Check out the SPG today at samuelpropertygroup.com. Uh, poll on our website, theroarfm.com slash polls, the Roar mobile app. As promised, here is our poll question today. Uh, how do you feel about handshake lines in college athletics? Go and cast your vote. A lot of y'all have uh, gone to the Adams Covering text line to cast your vote as well. Texter says this from the 803. It says, keep them, uh, but put in harsher penalties for the players and teams that fight rather than ruin the handshake line for everyone. Common sense. Well, I th- there, there better be bunches of suspensions for the handshake line last night. And even beyond just a, a single incident like last night, you know, I – I don't again I don't want to react to to just that one thing and, and there's other there's other potential disadvantages to the handshake line that go beyond just fighting but but I mean you're right if you make a mandatory punishment that's known by everybody you probably are not going to have those those issues uh we already don't I mean you have very 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 few issues every year so i don't that's not really the is that that's not really the reason we're asking the question no i here's here's my thought on this 
I don't think lack of deterrence is why people are fighting in handshake lines. Yeah. I, you know, otherwise we'd be seeing a rash of fights in handshake lines. Again, we we are expressly not talking about avoiding the the 1% bad outcome that we saw yesterday. We're simply talking about why do we allow a circumstance that has a 1% bad outcome to continue without much upside? That is the question that we're asking uh, with this. So, I mean, yeah, suspend them for as many games as you want. Fine them as much as you want. Um, I mean, ask, uh, ask any uh, administrator if fines have helped uh, level off court stormings in the SEC, for instance. I kind of think it's a way for the SEC to just get richer off the back of its schools because I don't know that people have stopped storming the court because the SEC finds you for doing it. I'm not sure. I mean, we, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I missed some back in the day. I don't perceive that that's actually that that stuff actually works. I think people are going to do what they're going to do in the heat of the moment, regardless of potential consequences. I'm just saying, does it make sense to continue to do this? Uh, Crystal and Easley says. I think it needs to stay to con- – to ha- let me start over in English. I think it needs to stay so to continue to teach self-control. She also thinks we're funny. I don't know if that's a – I don't know if that's a compliment or criticism. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to assume that we're hilarious, and also she disagrees with us on this. I'm going to assume that both those things are true. Uh, you know, I understand the need to do that. I would – I would point out that I think – well, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this because I don't, I don't want to be a jerk about this. Ben, I don't, I don't think college athletics is where you learn self-control. Um, I would say it helps. I, no, I don't I – don't, self-control is something that, you know, you're taught. But, no, I think I would disagree with you there, Quark, especially okay. in, in sports. I think sports does teach you a great deal about self-control. Let me, you know what? And you're right about that. Let me rephrase. I don't think in a game or immediately after a game is the best place to be teaching self-control. Right. Because, and here, this is why I say that. I think the place to learn self-control is on the practice court. I think the place to learn self-control is in the meeting room. I think that's the place you talk about self-control. And then maybe you put that into action on the court. Think about all the times that coaches lose their cool. I mean, we were just talking yesterday about all the coaches that have been ejected this year. Did they not learn? Did they do it because they didn't learn self-control because they weren't adequately taught self-control? Or did they do it because they know self-control and they just let themselves get caught up in a moment? Or yeah. maybe they're justified in losing their cool based on a lack of fairness or whatever the case may be there. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that self-control doesn't matter, and I'm, I'm actually not saying what I said before, that there's no place for teaching self-control in college athletics. That is obviously not what I'm saying. Right. But I don't think that if we went away from handshake lines that people would just go around not having self-control. Uh, really good question on the text line. Who governs the handshake line? The officials of the game's jurisdiction ends when the game is over and they have left the court. Uh, I mean, officials are usually in their locker room before that handshake line ends. That's, I mean, like, that's actually that's a good question. Like, who's, where, who does that fall under? I, I honestly, I think once the game is over, the officials are done. Right. Like, once they call the game, they're done. They can walk. That's why you see officials sometimes walk off the court and coaches are like, wait a minute. 
what you know we're, we we want to argue a call or we want to put time back on the clock whatever and if the officials decide nope game's over then the the game's over and it's they now have the game's done and they have no more responsibilities there I would just say I'm just approaching from this standpoint. Do we still need them? I mean, is it time just to end that? And you you pick the reason. I I really do want to know. Like you, I, I want to know. I'm go a, ahead. I'm going to ask the I'm going to ask the men's staff their opinion of it. You do the same with the women's staff. I will. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll do that when we're we're on the road. Uh, we're on the road tomorrow and Thursday, and uh, and I'll I'll ask them their opinion of of handshake line. You know what I think they're going to say? I'm going to pre- I'm going to predict what I think they're going to say. I think they're going to say sometimes it's fine and sometimes you don't need it. Because I don't And and you know what they're going to say? They're going to say sometimes I probably uh I'm like boiling inside and I don't want to do it. And sometimes I don't actually respect the other staff, but I have to pretend. I think that's what they're going to say. What are your th- Do you have any thoughts on how the men's staff will respond to that? Mm. I I would guess that they're okay. They they would be happy not doing it. But I, wanna, I, I am not speaking for I'm, – I'm putting words in their mouth. That's, that's what I think they're going to say. And, again, if I'm a head coach, I just – I'm all about sportsmanship. I can show sportsmanship in how I play on the court. I mean, there's other ways to show sportsmanship. If I'm a head coach, I'm thinking about it. just a risk reward and i would say there's more risk to my player my player either having something done to them or my player doing something to somebody else that results in a fine not a fine but a a suspension later on and then the actual you know true safety of it all if you do have other people coming on the court uh you know in in a court storming situation I'm of the. This is this is a weird. Uh, this is a weird like twofer here. We got a text while ago saying most trash talk occurs during pregame. Keep handshake lines because pregame is when the the bad stuff happens anyway for the most part. And somebody else just pointed out uh, handshakes before the game and keep court storming. I kind of feel like the the encouraging uh, encouraging sportsmanship during the game. I think actually, if you're trying to send a message and like a reminder to people, making people shake hands before the game actually probably accomplishes that goal better than you just fought your tails off for two hours and you just made each other mad for 40 minutes of game time. Now go shake the other person's hand and interact for the first time all game. I actually would be okay with that if we're talking about teaching. If, if the upside is we want to teach some lessons, reminding people, hey, these are people. Uh, let's shake hands before the game. Let's have a good game here today. Whatever, rather than just the captains. Yeah, I would be okay if we move this to pregame. Yeah, pregame actually makes more sense. You're right. Uh, yeah, Texter's pointing out uh, it's not uh, 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 boxers shake hands at the beginning. I think that's a great. I think it's a great. And point then there. they and then after a mat, after a, about they that's a voluntary thing. Yes, that's and, right. And, and, and most that's of like pro sports, you know. And you know what? I was uh, I was actually thinking about this the other day when we were on the road. There were I think it was the Virginia game. There were three or four different players from Clemson's locker room that came out to shake hands with specific players from Virginia. If they know each other and they respect each other, they will find each other and shake hands and and talk to each other after the game. 
you don't need to manufacture a spot where the the players get a chance to do that. They're gonna they're gonna do that on their own, just uh, just to the people that they uh, to the people that they know. Uh, Dan and Charleston says Rocky and Apollo always hugged it out. You know, it's a it's a great uh, it's a it's a great example. It's a great lesson for everybody. Maybe we should all be more like uh, like Rocky and Apollo after fifteen rounds. Now we we've been talking about basketball. Quack, you're at a baseball stadium in a three game series. Don't they just do it at the conclusion of the series? They do. They yeah. do not shake hands Friday or Saturday. In fact, they do the very most baseball thing, which is uh, you shake your own team's hand uh, after you win on Friday <laughs> and, and Saturday. I, I think that's great. Honestly, I think that's one of the great traditions of baseball. And I, I think, I think other sports should do that. Like if you win a basketball game, just like, just dap each other up. Don't even. I mean, the, the other team sucked anyway. We beat you. Um, we we want to shake hands with winners. And so we're going to shake our our own hands. We're gonna we're gonna shake hands with our teammates here and our coaches. I kind of like that for baseball. Set that tone. Um, and this this is kind of this is kind of where I I fall on this a little bit. Is that there are clearly some cases where you know before the game or during the game that this could be problematic. Texture from the eight six four says it should be discretionary from the coaches based on how the game went. Mandatory rules are bad for everyone. I do think there are circumstances where you can foresee, and I don't know because I, I was not spending my time last night watching Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word. I have no idea if this came out of nowhere or if it was sort of bubbling beneath the surface. I don't know if there were technical fouls, if there were was jawing on the court. I have no idea. Something tells me somebody had a feeling it could get volatile at the handshake line. I think that's where we need to allow coaches to have a little bit of discretion and just not do this, not feel the like societal pressure to do this if it's going to be detrimental. If you're going to have, you know, if you're going to have five suspensions, you'd rather just wave at the coaching staff and go to your locker room. Uh, Duke Travis says, without handshake lines, when would Coach K have been able to tell kids he was disappointed with them? <laughs> we would have been cheated out of the Coach K. Pat you on the chest, uh, you know, for the players that he really liked. He gave them the little pat on the chest and was way up in their personal space. <laughs> you know what? He's been he's not been gone that long. I I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about his propensity to do that. That's that's hilarious. Um, all right. Uh, I tell you what. Six five four roars the number. Before we take a break, folks, we have tickets to give away to Clemson baseball today. They're taking on Presbyterian College. I'm like I think it's going to be a great game this afternoon. I really do. I think PC can flat out hit and uh, I think the Tigers obviously can flat out hit. It is going to be fun and a half and you could be here in person. We're going to give these tickets away on the phone. 654 roar is the number. You you want the tickets, you need the tickets, you can use the tickets. You call. We're not going to make you know anything. All you have to know is whether you can use the tickets or not. And then you have to know the number. 654-7627. 654-ROAR. You call us during the break. We'll give you the tickets. Hour 3 continues more of this conversation and some other stuff when we return next. Hi, I'm Jake Wilson, and as the owner of Iron Drop Floor Coatings, I'm proud of the product we've delivered to our customers for nearly 15 years all over the upstate. If you're considering having your garage floor transformed, check out our five-star Google reviews as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive Floor Coatings. 
Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com. First, it was Seneca, then came Clemson. Now, Joe's New York Pizza is in Central at 302 East Main Street, featuring 10-inch personal-sized pizzas and daily lunch specials. A build-your-own salad bar and half-price Wednesdays on any take-and-bake pizza. Great wine selection, and get this, $3 pints all day, every day on their own Joe's House Lager. Served in frozen pint glasses. Dine-in or take-out Tuesday through Sunday, 11 and 9. New York style served with a southern smile. Joe's New York Pizza, 302 East Main in Central. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What makes tree care in the upstate different than other parts of the country? In Greenville, Anderson, Easley area, we have a lot of bugs and disease. We have a long growing season, so there's lots of opportunity for bugs to attack our trees and shrubs and, and different cycles for different bugs. But we're seeing really good results with keeping up with the programs to take care of our trees and shrubs. Leave it to Snyder Tree Care. I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. Davis Law Group offers comprehensive family court services across the state. If it's in family court, we handle it. From emergency custody cases to dividing millions of dollars in assets, we're the team you want in your corner. We help hardworking dads secure time with their kids. We help dedicated moms and wives achieve financial stability. We have the honor of helping build non-traditional families through adoption and third-party custody cases. We believe that families come in all shapes and sizes. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help. Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. Spring is coming, and with it, pollen season. Be ready to rid your ride of pollen by purchasing your Tiger Express Wash Anywhere Unlimited Fast Pass. Visit Tiger Express Wash online or any of their three locations for a pre-purchased monthly pass that can be used as often as you like at all Tiger Express wash sites in Clemson, Pendleton, and Easley. You can be ready in advance with a fast pass from Tiger Express Wash. More locations, same quality care. Wake up, breakfast, and nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients, we've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with nature-made, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Roar. Knocking down topics like 
bowling pins. Straight down the middle. No hook, no spin, no fuss. Anything more, and this becomes figure skating. We are the Roar. You know, here's a great perspective on the value of self-control. It's not really about handshake lines all that much. Um, he says, uh, text from the 980 says, I lost my cool at the end of a game in Soccer State playoffs. Got a red card. Nearly cost my team the next game because I had to sit out. I went on to play in college. I'm now a 40-year-old doctor, and that situation still comes to mind from time to time when I feel myself getting hot. Felt good for one second to drill that guy. Letting my teammates down devastated me and taught me a life lesson. Uh, you know, I guess, I guess maybe that is a benefit of a handshake line is to teach lessons. The, the problem is that you're also inviting the, the teachable moment where you, you punch the guy or you kick the guy or whatever happened. You, you nailed the guy uh, that you were mad about, and then you get suspended and some bad stuff can happen, whatever. I see it being a teachable spot uh, if people take it the right way. So I do, I do understand that. Uh, I understand that part of it. Um, did we give away the tickets during the break? Did we? Yes. I mean, I figured we immediately go. would do it. Yes, we did. Let's see, uh, Chris, Josh, and John, all going to Clemson baseball today, at four o'clock, as they face Presbyterian. Um, I have, I have lineups, by the way. We have the lineups. I have the lineup in my hands. Um, for Clemson, I'm looking through. Oh, here we go. couple of interesting ones down at the bottom. You ready? Uh, Blake Wright is playing third today because making his first career start. I thought we might see this today, and I'm very excited to see him. Is freshman Jaron Purify who we saw defensively in the opener on Friday night, but we did not see at the plate. I am very excited to watch him. Not just hit, but also run the bases because he is an athlete and a half. Love that. Jack Crichton starting at first base today and hitting eighth. You know what? I'll just run all the way down the lineup. Why don't we do that? Uh, Canarella is in center. Will Taylor in left. He is back. We, we expected that to be the case. Right at third and batting third today. Alden Mathis back and right and in the cleanup spot. Uh, Jimmy Obertop DHing, hitting fifth. Andrew Chufo, the shortstop, will hit sixth. Jacob Gerald's back. Uh, he missed a couple games with that uh, that nagging back thing, so hopefully he's good to go. He will catch today. And then Crichton at first and Purify at second. I'm excited for this one today. Um, ben, I get jacked up to see these freshmen. I've heard so much. Uh, so much really good stuff about the freshmen, and Purify is one of those. And I'm thinking we're probably going to see a couple young arms uh, on the pitching side as well that we haven't seen yet after Austin Gordon, who I would imagine – I mean, I don't know what it, exactly what his pitch count is. I mean, I would think it's somewhere around like the 60, 55 or 60 mark today is as far as they'll push him. Um, and then it'll be a, a Johnny Holstaff situation here. I would imagine Presbyterian's probably in a similar spot too after playing one additional game, uh, one additional game on the weekend. Um, the poll question: How do you feel about handshake lines in college athletics? 
60% of voters right now, still very early, uh, 60% say get rid of them. 40% say keep them. So a little more of a split, but again, it's uh, it's early. I'm not sure our text line is 60-40. I think it's probably more like 75-25, uh, get rid of them. Um, but uh, we'll see what we'll see what the poll uh, what the poll question says. Texter oh, oh yeah, says, I'm, I'm reading this text right now from the 864. It says, uh, uh, Eric Baggett said about 50 pitches for Gordon. That, that sounds about right to me. About 50 pitches for Austin Gordon today, which hopefully that gets you. Th- you'd like to go through the lineup one time, maybe one and a half uh, times at 50 pitches. And, you know, you'd love to go four innings. I, I would say three innings probably fine for Gordon today and then turn it over to a couple of bulk guys to get you to the back end and hopefully you've got the game in hand by then but I'm telling you this Presbyterian team they're they're experienced um they have one two three they have five seniors and two juniors in their starting lineup and a junior on the mound so uh this this team is no joke uh, you can't just show up and uh, you can't just show up and win this game Texter from the 864, Ben, says, should we have a coach's handshake? Should we should we make it for the coaches and maybe not the players? Just have the coaches let the players do whatever they want. I, I did kind of think about that. Um, I would point out, oddly enough, players don't shake hands before the games, but coaches do. Uh, and hmm. Specifically head coaches. Uh, every game, head coach comes down and shakes the hand of the opposing head coach and the re- and his entire staff yeah i i feel like I, f- I just feel like coaches understand it as a part of professional decorum and they they should be sort of subject to professional decorum they 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 don't get along with all the coaches that they shake hands with and some of them obviously they spend uh they spend more time with than others but it's sort of an expectation of the of the job. So I get it that they would have to do it and sort of set a tone that way. Um, but yeah, if, if everybody did it before the game and then we just sort of play it by ear and decide if we want to do it after the game, I'm, uh, I'm good with that. Uh, six, five, four roars and number. You want to join us on the phones or on yeah. the Adams co roofing text line? Six, five, four, seven, six, two, seven. Go ahead. I'm second guessing myself on that. Oh boy. Um, am I thinking about the officials and not the coaches? Maybe the coaches – I think the head coaches meet – the head coaches will kind of meet and shake hands, but they don't – the whole staff don't. The officials come and shake the hands of all the staff. There are th- – th- now, that does happen. I think there are some staffs – and maybe it's different in the women's game. Like, I can recall several times sitting at the table and watching an opposing staff sort of walk in front to shake hands. So maybe it's a game by game, but maybe some staffs do it where they sort of do a pre handshake line, and some staffs don't. Um, I can also recall like a wave across, like a hey, like the coaches may not even meet all the time depending on how late they get out. Um, so I, maybe it's maybe it's a case by case basis with coaches. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a better way of thinking about it, um, and maybe maybe. I don't. I actually don't like if there if there's not like a hard and fast rule. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I love uh, love the idea of making a new one for coaches to shake hands pregame. I don't know. It's an interesting topic because a lot of people are getting in on this. 
I, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't spend a lot. I, I'm. I'm surprised at how animated people are getting on this, because Ben, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about handshake lines. I've been in a handshake line in 25 years. I, you know, 25 years, probably about, tw- uh, probably about 15 years. Last time I was in a handshake line, that wasn't like church league softball or something like that. I don't really even count those. You pray right after that. Uh, you can't. You can't get an attitude in the softball handshake line. Um, although Morgan Thomas says you can. Morgan Thomas says uh, church league is not the place where you uh, where you learn self-control. Um, Morgan also asked, do home and away radio broadcasters shake hands? Uh, yeah, usually. Usually, yeah. Yeah, usually. I always go and talk to my counterpart to make sure, you know, see if he needs anything. There's a couple of times maybe I I don't, but I, as long as I've done this, I'd I know everybody pretty much that we that's sitting across and um play by play guys always go talk to each other. They they share notes, they share pronunciations, uh you know, they'll even I mean they'll share anything they can that helps the other guys broadcast be better. Um doesn't mean I, I don't want to punch some of them. But that's correct. <laughs> I, there there are a couple most of the time I get along really well with uh with the the radio folks. And a lot of times, especially like in with the types of games that I'm calling, like a lot of the women's basketball play-by-play guys also do baseball or they do softball, and so I, like I, I'll see them multiple times, um, and we'll we'll talk about other sports and things like that. A lot of them are around my age, and so we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Is it bad that um, that there are a couple that I don't even I've, I've never spoken to? Like I'll, I'll just go ahead and call it out. Well. No, I won't. I'm gonna I'm gonna protect myself and this person. Yeah. Uh, there there is there is one radio broadcaster that I've seen a bunch and I've never spoken to him, and he's never spoken to me, so I don't feel that bad. He's older than me, a little bit older. I don't think like a ton. Like he's not like 55 or 60, but I always felt it's like one of those things where like you move into the neighborhood, and somebody's supposed to come to your house. And when they don't come to you, you don't go to them, and so you just never talk to that neighbor. I have that philosophy with like this one, and then there's one other one that I can think of off the top of my head that I I may have said hello to, but I haven't had a long conversation with. Does it make me a bad person? No, it that doesn't. I haven't. That I've just drawn. I've drawn that line. I've drawn that line in the sand. Tammy from Seneca asked me about Todd Ellis. I no, I have not. I I scoff at him. Uh, but I do talk to their <laughs> I've talked to their engineer several times. Really nice guy. Yeah, you know, I um I like uh, South Carolina's uh baseball guys. Um I you know, I obviously I'm I'm doing I'm not doing South Carolina football. I'm not up in the up in the booth hours beforehand and, and all that stuff. So I don't get to see them and I'm I'm not doing men's basketball, but like their their women's basketball folks and their baseball folks are terrific. And um, I enjoy I enjoy talking to them. I actually, I think I enjoy like the the more bitter a rivalry is. I think I enjoy talking to those radio folks more because the game's going to be intense and it feels like a bigger game. And you just you want to make sure you've got your ducks in a row, kind of a thing. Um, there there's some other games where you you feel like uh, this is this is this is uh, this is a little bit extra. Um, six five four roars the number you want to join us. A couple of there there have been a bunch of texts on this. Are you surprised at the results of the poll so far that we've got? And I'm looking right now. Sixty four point three percent say get rid of handshake lines 
35.7% say keep him. I that's about where I thought it was going to be because six, you know, 60 40 is about what it's been on our text line as well. So, okay. I, I honestly didn't know where people landed on this. I'm excited. Like I'm excited that this is, uh, this has gotten people so, um, so jacked up. Yeah. People have, people have really like, not just hate them, love them, but like have thought about solutions. Like y'all been, y'all been scheming on this. And I think it's great. Uh, going back to our last conversation uh, before the handshake thing, we were talking about the the new 5 plus 7 model. I did see this from Dennis Dodd uh, about an hour or so ago in which he says, "Source." now let me, let me stop, preface this by saying, remember I said there was some legalities that I was thinking about with the Pac-2? Because yes. you needed a unanimous vote. And the PAC-2, I believe it's the Washington State, it's e either president or AD, I guess it's the president, who is acting on behalf of those two. Uh, yeah, Schultz is his last name. Mm -hmm. So that means that he had to vote for this. And yes, Dennis Dodd says... Sources told CBS Sports, Oregon State, and Washington State received a few million dollars extra these next two years. Whether that was directly responsible for Schultz switching his vote is not known. Pac-2 had been asking for A5 or Power 5 status going forward per reports. So did they, did they buy their vote? Yes. Okay, <laughs> just, that's, just, I mean, just that's, being clear. Yeah, so they're going to, in in the cut that goes out to everybody, they're giving the each of them a couple million bucks, according to CBS, in order for him to switch his vote. I mean, that is what it seems like, right? That they're that they're they're buying them off here. Well, it feels like something had to happen because you I, just gave away an automatic spot at the table. Right, and you want we all were sort of wondering like why why would they just do this? Because right, like they they clearly they were not gonna have a like even in a six plus six, they only have two. Like they're not gonna let a conference of two get a seat at the table. They would have moved heaven and earth. They would have found a way. But you're right. It's weird that they would have just freely given it up without making the other conferences sort of do this. And uh, yeah, it makes sense that they would be uh, that they would be paid off by the committee to keep their mouth shut. That's good. Little a little hush money payment from the college football playoff committee. Um, and if you if you thought the college football was a racket, if you thought they were like the mafia, uh, then you know now they are. Uh, that's that's what this is. All right, final segment. You know what we haven't talked about today? Uh, we haven't talked about Spencer Strider's new pitch. Oh, we got to talk about Spencer Strider's curveball. We'll do that on the other side. Final segment of the program is next. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses, 
just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota, also known as Halt and Anderson. First Class Halt, your dealership alternative since 2011, wants to be your preferred service center. With factory trained technicians, OEM parts, and top-of-the-line diagnostic equipment, we have one goal to keep you on the road. This is why we offer a three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty, courtesy shuttle, and repeat rewards. Anderson, what are you waiting for? Come experience First Class Halt, your dealership alternative for Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. I'm Richard Thompson of Thompson & King Law Firm, and I believe that every person has a God-given desire to work. That's why I take Social Security and workers' compensation cases very seriously, because most folks don't really want to think they're disabled. They hesitate to file for disability, and when they're turned down, they hesitate to appeal their case. But they are disabled. If you're presently unable to work on a daily basis, even if you don't fully understand the cause, come see me. I'll take your case seriously. I know you do. The Thompson & King Law Firm, 222-0200, or online at at thompsonking.com. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. Bosch is hosting a direct hire event for maintenance technicians at 1100 Scottsbridge Road in Anderson on Tuesday, February 27th from 9 to 2. Recently increased pay rates and multiple shifts. Learn more and RSVP at hdijobs.com backslash Bosch. Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries Golf Carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFryes.com. Health insurance. How can you possibly choose the right plan when there are 64 plans to choose from? Maybe you just turned 26 and need to buy insurance for the very first time. Maybe you just received a letter that your Medicaid is ending. Maybe you just lost benefits at work. It can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. Give me a call at 864-467-8738 and check out our website, insure-u.com. You can check to see if your doctor's in the network or compare plans side by side. One size doesn't fit all. Let's make sure you have the right plan for you. I'm Guy the Insurance Guy. My company is The Insurance Source. And what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing. But corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. 
Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend, so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's R-A-M-P slash sports. Want a fast-paced sports talk show with lots of college football? I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Then keep up with Quawk and Ben on Out of Bounds. Weekdays, noon to 3, on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Sing my share Final segment of the program. Glad to have you with us here on The Roar, the flagship station for Clemson Athletics, uh, which includes, of course, Clemson baseball. And the Tigers uh, have given way to Presbyterian. They're doing their batting practice right now. Again, a 4.02 schedule first pitch and a 3.30 pregame here today. So stick around. We'll have half an hour of national programming before we uh, get back to Clemson baseball coverage when we get off the air at 3. This hour brought to you by the plumber whose name is his number, and that is indeed one Tom Plumber. A uh, fantastic opportunity for you to really find somebody who will come through for you in the clutch. Uh, I was talking to Ramona yesterday, and Ramona had an issue at her house, and, and she said, guess who I called? Uh, she said one Tom Plumber, the name, uh, the plumber whose name is his number. And uh, they they would have come the same day, but she just wasn't going to be there. And so they came the next day, and I assume they fixed the issue. Uh, I assume that they did because, uh, well, that's what they do. Uh, that is by far the most valuable thing you can have in a plumber is promptness. Getting a job done, that's what one-time plumber does. Five-star reviews all over the place. Clemson grads own and run the business. You know him. The plumber's name is his number. That's one Tom Plumber. Did she sing the jingle to you? Because she normally sings it to me when she references she, them. She did. Okay. She did Okay, sing just making sure. Yes. Great uh, vocals by Ramona Ellison. For sure. We need we need uh, Ramona to do the jingle on the commercial, and like I think a couple of us could do background vocals on that, and we could really make that thing pop, you know, I you know I I don't Ramona Ramona probably I don't know she's probably there right now I don't know is she there she, she is I us? I can hear her singing uh, yeah I hear her singing right now <laughs> she's she just lovely lady she just sings as she works that's what I'm talking about. Um, let's go to Jason on the phones if we can. Six five four roars the number if you want to join him there. What's up, Jason? Hey guys, thanks for my call. You know, you, you mentioned uh, Spencer Strider. This man, if he I, I, the the curveball, that was a pretty nasty pitch. It just I had that other pitch. I think he's goes from being you know a, a great player to really just just about the best. And I, I think him and Freed both are going to have their best. Best seasons this year. Uh, Freed 
Well, it all depends on injuries. You know, it's you know how a pitcher's a year out, year can be. It's sometimes pitch to pitch, it, they can uh, you know injure their arm at any time. Especially with how hard these guys throw. But if they can stay healthy, then it's I think it's going to be like a Kurt Schilling, uh, Randy Johnson, uh, those two. I'm pretty excited about that. And you know, he's not had a lot of time to develop. He's been you know hurt when he was at Clemson. He was hurt and uh, really spent a couple years in the minor before he was. Uh, in a big league, so I'm, I'm really excited. He's uh, developing uh, that other pitch, and I just just uh, it's going to be great. And I'm speaking of the Braves, I I like them to get Adam Duvall. Uh, he he would fill a perfect role. He can play so many positions. Uh, I don't know if he's looking looking at that because he he won't be starting, but I still think he'll get a lot of playing time. Just want to want to get your uh, the thought on Adam Duvall, who's still free agent. Is there any possibility he can be a Brave again? Thanks for my call. Thanks very much, Jason. Appreciate the phone call. I'll start with Duvall. I mean, I, I feel like perhaps, um, perhaps he's a guy that will help a, a, a playoff team. I, I would, I would say this: the Braves are set at the moment because you've got Jared Kalinick, who it appears is going to play every day in left field. So you don't need a guy like Duvall. They're really banking on Kalinick being a, a bounce back guy because. He was a highly touted prospect and just never really found himself in Seattle in the mix there. And uh, I think they're excited about the possibility of him playing every day. They've got Jordan Luplo as an outfielder as well. I, I would not think that Duvall would be a fit for the Braves unless they need him at the uh, at the trade deadline. But I think he is still a player that, in a part-time role, he can help a team uh, that is uh, in the middle of a playoff push. Ben, you're an Adam Duvall guy, right? You a big uh, Adam Duvall fan? Uh, I I like him, yeah, but I don't I don't think he's the answer to all the questions either. I don't think so too. I mean, at this stage, he's what 34, 35. He wasn't great last year in Boston. Um, I you know I could he help maybe, but I don't I don't think he's helping the Braves if that makes sense. Uh, I just. I feel like you've got other options there that can give you roughly what Duvall will give you. Ben, I was looking this morning. Spencer Strider is plus 550 or 525. I think the best uh, the best odds you can get are plus 650 to win the NL Cy Young. Let me just throw some things at you. In fact, I'm going to preemptively strike and say this is the most obvious nerd alert of all time. If you could just engage us in that. Uh, before we start here. Nerd alert! Whoa, 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 wait a second, Doc. You mean to tell me that this is a nerd alert? That's right, Marty. We've entered a nerd alert. Would it shock you to find out that I have been on the Fangraphs website into the deep, dark recesses of the (laughs) Fangraphs website, and I have found the rankings of its pitch values for pitchers who have thrown over 100 innings in the last two seasons, Okay. Bob Mahoney's in here. He's glaring at me. He's like, are you serious right now? Yes, I'm a very bored person. <laughs> um, here is where Spencer Strider ranks. This is this is 100 innings minimum over the last two seasons combined, the pitches that he throws. Out of 323 qualifying fastballs, Spencer Strider's four-seam fastball ranks eighth. Now, last year, he was down to 24th. He got hit harder. He missed over the middle of the plate, and he threw more balls with the fastball. He wasn't able to spot it as well, and he got hit a little bit harder. But over a two-year span, 8th out of 323. That's his second-best pitch because his slider 
out of 298 qualifying sliders, his slider ranks fifth in Major League Baseball over the last two seasons. Last year, he was fourth out of 113 qualifying sliders. Fourth. That's the 97th percentile for people who are wondering. So last year, he threw an 80th percentile fastball. Bob's like, no one was wondering. He's right. 80th percentile fastball, 97% slider, and then not a great changeup. A, a, a roughly like top third of the league changeup is where he is on that. So he has been a two-pitch guy. The most that he's thrown his third pitch in a season is like 8%. He's a two-pitch pitcher. I look back, by the way, do you know Randy Johnson had a couple seasons early in his career when he was a two-pitch pitcher and he had an ERA around four, and then he really got like got his fastball slider in his late 20s and he became a two-pitch pitcher who's in the Hall of Fame? Uh Spencer Strider could do that, except he's not been. He's actually going to be better than Randy Johnson because he's adding a curveball that has significant bite that is different than the slider. Uh, Think of it as the reverse of what Clayton Kershaw did because Kershaw, when he came up, he was a fastball curveball guy. His fastball wasn't as good as Strider's. His curveball was as good as Strider's slider, and then he added a slider later, and in his better outings, his catchers would say, we knew it was going to be good when his slider was actually better than his curveball. Well, I think this curveball is going to be a plus pitch. You give me Spencer Strider with a third plus pitch, a third pitch that is among the 20, 15 to 20 best pitchers in baseball tops, I'm giving you a Cy Young Award winner. Ben, that is my pick for Cy Young. I'm going, uh, I'm going Spencer Strider for Cy Young because he's throwing that curveball. I think he's going to throw 170 innings this year. Plus, uh, you mark the tape. That's uh that that's that's happening, hundred percent. I like it, and you know, having another pitch is what we've been saying about Strider all along, because it does feel like you. Well, number one, he wears himself out, but then at the end of seasons, it you know kind of feels like maybe they're catching up with him a little bit, um, and just having that other pitch where you're not quite as predictable. It now he is also poss- uh, has the possibility of being predictable and he can still get you out but can he do that for an entire season not yeah i'm excited that he could have another pitch that he can go to quack i heard a co-worker here at the station refer to you as a closet brace fan the other day it's <laughs> you know and then you're giddy over spencer strider is, is there any truth to that at all is that your second team where do you stand sir i like I like the Braves as currently constructed. I enjoy watching them play. I would say they're probably my second team. Um, it doesn't. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like get a tattoo on my shoulder or anything. Um, but I will like if they if they play the Reds. I have no. There's 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 no uh, lack of loyalty whatsoever to my number one team. Well, I said put it. That I way. said second team. Yeah. 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 I, I wouldn't expect any less. Somebody's got to pull for the Reds. Might exactly. as well be you, buddy. Might as exactly. well be you. Uh, I I saw a list of the top 100 uh, most like best valued ML or um, um, professional sports franchises the other day, and I was like, no way the Reds are on this. And sure enough, they were not. Uh, <laughs> not a not a top 100 sports franchise. The Braves were. The Braves were like 80, a high 70s somewhere. Uh, Somewhere around in there. Uh, text from the 828 says, I'm putting that Strider Cy Young bet on March 11th when North Carolina legalizes sports betting. 
You know what? Uh, I I would support that choice. I, I'll just say, I would uh, I would support that choice. Um, Tammy from Seneca asked, "Did Quok just win game Spencer Strider?" No, no, Tammy, no. Win game I, we is, we would fact, not allow the, that on this no. uh, on this show. No, no, it's kiss of death stuff. I'm uh, I'm not I'm not doing that. Um, Texas from the eight six four says the Strider slider is legit. Uh, yes, I would agree. Literally a top five pitch in baseball, a top five slider in baseball over the last two years. And like I say, the fastball wasn't as good, lad. That's when he got hit. Like you said, uh, you, you talk about Ben, like second half of the year, down the stretch, he started getting hit harder. The batting average against it was like 50 points higher last mm-hmm. year. And actually, one of my buddies was like, hey, why was his fastball worse? And I basically was like, I'm not sure, but here's some graphs. And so I sent uh, I, I sent him a couple charts on uh, on the old Twitter with some potential thoughts. Speaking of Twitter and social media, I do need to get this in, Quok. A yes. little bit of breaking news out of the NFL, and some are qualifying this as breaking news. Justin Fields, quarterback of your Chicago Bears. Justin Fields no longer follows the Chicago Bears on Instagram. Yes, that is considered breaking news. <laughs> if this was Facebook, he just changed his status from married to it's complicated. Uh, that's <laughs> that's basically. So we, we are we are now reporting that Justin Fields no longer follows the Chicago Bears on social media. You know, this could mean one of two things. It could mean that he is ready for a reset. It could also mean that he's about to drop a new album. We we don't know, to be fair. I have a he's third. not told us. The, a third? Yeah, the third is we all need to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that. You know, I, I saw that uh, a little bit ago, and somebody had to actually search Justin Fields, like, bear, like w- within Justin Fields um, – or I think it was within the Bears account, does Justin Fields follow them? Like, the, the amount of work that you have to do to do that is uh, highly impressive. Um, speaking of highly impressive, the work that the Phoenix Center is doing in our communities, highly impressive. Go to phoenixcenter.org, check on our resources. They are trying to make sure that all of our young people have what they need, uh, the tools at their disposal to be able to make better decisions uh, with regards to alcohol, drugs, and vaping. We know that the majority of young people are making the right choices here to abstain from these things, and that's part of the message that needs to get out. And it's up to parents to to get those messages in as much as possible, as creatively as possible with young people. It's also up to the rest of us to help reinforce those messages, and that's where the Phoenix Center comes in. They can help all of us that have an impact on a young person's life. For more on that, go to the website, phoenixcenter.org. Check under resources uh for the the fade brigade i'm calling them uh arkansas takes a&m over tennessee minus 11 and a half uconn minus three you're welcome america three quick picks for you tonight uh god bless we got a great show coming tomorrow baseball's coming in 30 minutes See you then. ccp fm 105.5 clemson greenville anderson waht am 1560 cowpens 97.5 spartanburg we are the roar Radio Connection gives you the opportunity to learn one-on-one and be